0: Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly compendium of your questions. Questions come to us via questions at drhoffman.net. Yes. That's .net, Mm -hmm. not .com. uh, Questions at drhoffman.net. And uh, people are getting the hang of our new uh, destination for questions. I think it's pretty handy. Uh, Today with me is... Layla Mudin who's our resident nutritionist. Uh, she also does uh, her own podcast, which usually drops on Fridays. Yep. Uh, how are you doing today, Layla? Okay, Dr. Hoffman, how are you? Good. Uh, before we get to questions, mm-hmm. uh, here is an item. Hot up the press. Pharma chief caught with fake COVID passport. <gasps> the president of... Not Pfizer, not uh, Moderna, uh, but the president of a very big pharmaceutical company in Spain, Pharma Mar, Mm -hmm. was caught by police uh, in a dragnet among thousands of others with a fake green pass in Spain. You see, in Europe, Mm -hmm. you need a green pass to do virtually anything. Uh, That was the case in many metropolitan areas like uh, our good old New York City. Which required a vaccine pass for a long time to go to restaurants, to yeah. go to gyms, to go to movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just went to a movie without showing a pass. It was really kind of, I haven't been to a movie in two years. Mm. I went, I went to see Top Gun.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It made my eyes water. Did- <laughs> <laughs> I I forgot oh. to blink. You forgot <laughs> to, wow. Okay. That's I, what you, all right. Yeah. I saw it on, uh-huh. uh, I saw it on, uh, uh, IMAX too, mm-hmm. you know, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the you know I watched it during the matinee, so it was. Kind was of,
1: that a remake of the original? Yeah, well, or was it wasn't.
0: It, a, yeah, I mean it was like a sequel.
1: It was. Oh, yeah.
0: so the, I see. The kind of interesting thing is that it's like whatever twenty five years later, and yeah. here's, uh here's Tom Cruise who looks exactly the way he used to look, and he's, uh-huh. he and he does he he takes his shirt off a lot, so there's some buff scenes with him, you know, <laughs> playing football on the beach, you know, uh-huh. so you can see what a beach bod he has at whatever. Oh, I, I think gosh. he's like pushing 60 mm-hmm. uh and uh then there's val kilmer who's kind of a wreck uh who was oh. his co-star in the original one mm-hmm. um he you know, in the movie spoiler alert he you know plays it's not really a spoiler alert, he plays a dying mm. admiral mm-hmm. uh but uh, val kilmer is actually kind of the opposite in terms of uh, life extension yeah so anyway so uh yeah. coming back to our story uh, in a shocking scandal that has taken place in Spain, it turns out that the president of the Spanish pharmaceutical company Pharma Mar has been caught by police with a fake COVID passport. Wow. 76-year-old Jose Maria Fernandez Sousa Faro. Uh, I don't know why they, gave, they named boys Maria in Spain, but anyway. That's For the his, Virgin Mary. That's his middle name, Jose, yeah. Jose Maria. Pretty yeah. common.
1: I knew a man whose middle name was Mary. Okay. From Virgin Mary.
0: Yeah. yeah right. Okay. Yeah, Maria. So, Jose Maria, pretty common. Mm-hmm. He's a professor of biochemistry and the author of about 100 publications, patents on biochemistry and molecular biology. He mm-hmm. was caught among thousands of other people in a police operation against people who had fake COVID passports. So, now, I don't, I'm not sure that this company makes vaccines, but it's kind of interesting and it's kind of, you know, it's the principle of... Uh, uh-huh. You know, uh, the rules are
1: for thee, not for me. Right.
0: Do as I say, not what I, not as I, what I I do. So, uh, you know, bit of a scandal. You know, he may have to step down. And, uh, you know, kind of interesting that that's happening over there in Spain. Wow. Wow. In other breaking news, before we get to questions, uh, there's an interesting, uh, perspective in, uh, a medical journal. On the subject, one of our favorite subjects, Hmm. Vegan Diets for Older Adults, a Perspective on the Potential Impact on Muscle Mass and Strength. Yeah. Uh, This is in uh, a pretty prominent journal, Advances in Nutrition. Mm -hmm. Came out a couple of months ago. And uh, what they're saying here, basically, is that... um, the vegan diet increases the risk of an inadequate protein intake in an older age. Yes. And the current strategies to improve the anabolic properties of plant-based foods are not feasible for many older adults. Yeah. So no matter what they do, they make like supercharged protein powder or whatever, you know, it may not cut it.
1: Yeah. Uh, several years ago, I, I did an article about uh, bone fracture risk among vegetarian, vegan, and Omnivore mm-hmm. groups and mm-hmm. the vegan group they had a much higher risk of fracture. So did the vegetarian almost as high as the vegan group. Yep, uh, that's an article. I should think about um, uh, Reprising or something. I think it's um, I think it's apropos given this time that there's this huge push for this plant-based uh, uh, army right. of uh, this is the only way to eat now, and s- trying to steer everybody so, away so from protein. So, what they say is, protein. why don't
0: you simply give people more food? You know, yeah. more, you know, if it's less concentrated protein, just have them eat more. They say that that's not a practical strategy no. because as you get older, you How appetite, much rice and beans can you eat? Your appetite decreases anyway, yeah. and yeah. the palatability of that food. So, what they say is, yeah. uh, and what about, you know, supplements like 40 grams of soy protein? But that, according to the study, it did not significantly increase uh muscle mass yeah uh so um there's also you can try 60 grams of wheat protein mm-hmm. hydrolysate i don't know mm-hmm. how complete a protein that is from mm-hmm. wheat you know that sounds like um gluten basically <laughs> you know, yeah like, yeah that's how, the that's the protein of wheat is gluten uh um, maybe not so good mhm so uh they also talk about the satiating effects of vegan meals you know you eat a lot of Protein. I mean you get a lot of fiber. Yes, and you know like a lot of beans and a lot of grains And they fill you up and you reduce your appetite and then made there's not room enough for protein hmm So mm-hmm. these guys come out against a I mean look I'm all for plant Plant focused absolutely, but all diets should be plant focused, mm-hmm. but then with added
1: Added high biological value protein. That's typically animal protein.
0: So yeah. they say, they conclude, we have presented data indicating that a vegan diet mm. can lead to decreases in overall protein intake and in the intake of high-quality protein sources in older adults, which mm-hmm. may have consequences for muscle health. Yes. And then they cite a bunch of studies. It's a it's a review. It's not just one study. It's a review of many studies.
1: Mm. Many, mm-hmm.
0: many, many studies went into this. So, you know, I think we stand with that uh, opinion from an authoritative nutrition journal. Yeah. Um, anyway. Let's get to questions, shall we?
1: Yes. We have one here from Patricia. Oh, let's see now. My name is Patricia. (laughs) I would like to know if you can give me some direction. I've been in good health my whole life. Swim, eating well, you know, walking, everything. Had a complete physical in August. Everything was good. Had the Pfizer vaccine... Following that in August because of the New York City mandate. Mm-hmm. She couldn't get into the pool to swim. Well, that sounds without like her a vaccine. familiar.
0: That's a familiar. Yeah, theme. it
1: does, right? It does. That, that, that sounds that's like. That's
0: actually why I finally succumbed. You know, full disclosure now. I, yeah. I, I took the vaccine. Mm-hmm. It was mostly so that I, you know, it was getting really cold. Yes. I was swimming in the Atlantic. Yeah. Until like November 16th. And you were, you it decided was, you were done with the wetsuit. It was 55 degrees <laughs> and I was getting an ice cream headache, even though I was wearing mm-hmm. like booties and, you know, mm-hmm. gloves. And, uh, so I said, I want to get back in the pool. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I took the jab in, uh, I guess the end of 2021. The end you of go. last year. Yeah. yeah. And, so, prop- and promptly got COVID.
1: And you got COVID. Right, right, right. right. And that's when within, within a few been... weeks, I had COVID. Yeah. Well, here we go. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Patricia says after she got the vaccine, the next day she felt something on her left side shift, and then also started to have a pain that went into her chest muscle. Had a cardio workup, trying which, to under- which everything is was normal.
0: Which is appropriate. Because, it is. You know, there are people who've had heart attacks, blood clots. Yeah. Uh, afterwards. Afterwards, mm-hmm. it is yes. So
1: now it's May twenty second, and I'm in pain every day. I'm trying everything. Oh, wow. I've gone to a physiatrist. One from the hospital for special surgery, two from Cornell. I do have arthritis in my upper back, but I never had any issues or back pain in my life prior. Mm -hmm. To the vaccine, whether the vaccine triggered something or not doesn't matter, I guess. The bottom line is I'm in chronic pain. I've tried acupuncture. Now I'm on gabapentin, and I don't like to take medicine. I recently had an epidural in my thoracic area. Still no relief. I eat fish. I take fish oil. I take turmeric. I'm swimming, but every day I live aware of the pain. It always It's always there. It just depends on the degree. And it's so hard, and I also have to help care for my 92-year-old mother with Alzheimer's. Wow. Oh, Patricia, okay. I'm writing in hope that you might be able to give me some well, advice. You know,
0: this is the kind of thing that wow. is really kind of an outlier, and pain is a very uh, challenging problem. Yes. I, I, you're reading it, I think, to suggest that Sometimes there are potential consequences of the vaccine, although we don't know if the vaccine caused it. You know, there's
1: uh,
0: a logical fallacy that we were taught in uh, philosophy class, in logic class, was ergo prop, it's ergo prop, hocter hocter prop, I think, if I'm quoting the the Latin properly. Uh Which is the, the, you know, basically that what happens before isn't necessarily the cause of what happens after. Yes. Um, Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, absolutely true. Uh, it, in other words, correlation is not necessarily causation. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. the way it's going to be looked at is, you know, doctors going to shake their heads and said, well, dink," mm-hmm. But there are weird things that happen after vaccines. Is this a form of neuropathy? Is this a form of some inflammatory? I mean, who knows? Nobody yeah. can figure it out. And, you know, thanks for making it a radio question. But if yeah. greater minds have already passed on it, I can't really add much. I will say that, you know, there are other things, natural things that can blunt pain uh we've talked about a new product called CBD relief ah. which is uh CBD combined with a couple of other ingredients PEA and uh, CBDA uh-huh. uh which has a nice effect on chronic pain okay um is that an oral It's or an oral that... product yeah it's from Great. uh our you know CBD sciences mm-hmm. uh plus cbd they have mm-hmm. a product called relief which can you know she might try it yeah. she might either try you know even you know get a prescription for uh, medical Marijuana, you mm-hmm. know, which mm-hmm. has a good effect sometimes on blunting pain without the opiate effects. Yeah, um, you know. So, you know, other than that, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know where to start on on such a yeah uh, elusive, mysterious pain syndrome.
1: Yeah. Wow, Patricia. Wow. We hope you feel better soon. Um. Okay. Oh, here's another question about. Uh, COVID from James. Went to the doctor for a severe sore throat. He prescribed an antibiotic along with prednisone. Why did he prescribe prednisone? Also, after the doctor visit, I tested positive for COVID. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, Prednisone, because prednisone is great for inflammation. It's the most powerful anti-inflammatory on the planet, isn't
0: it? You know the expression, I feel like I'm on steroids. Yeah. It's a steroid. (laughs) That's what it is, a steroid. And it makes you you feel better. But it has deleterious effects long-term. Short-term, you know, you've got like really bad painful sinusitis. Mm -hmm. Take an antibiotic and steroids. Yeah. Uh, You know, and it it will alleviate the the pain, the discomfort. I'm not sure I would prescribe steroids every time somebody has a sore throat. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know, mm-hmm. for the reason that he eventually turned out he had an infectious cause of this, maybe not a good idea to suppress the immune system when yeah. when he's trying to fight off COVID.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, although for severe cases of COVID, they use a lot of dexamethasone, which is a steroid. You know, for patients who are going down that down that uh, slippery slope towards right. um, you know towards uh, intubation and death, mm-hmm. they'll use a lot of steroids. Mm-hmm. But for you know a mild case of covid i it's not on the favorite list i don't think
1: yeah well wow. wow james
0: Yep. good point at which to pause because we want to allow one of our sponsors this opportunity to share a message with you so here goes listen up are you like millions across the country concerned about blood pressure heart health or energy levels meet berkeley life a -a once-a-day supplement that supports healthy circulation and may help maintain a healthy heart. Berkeley Life is scientifically developed to boost nitric oxide, a signaling molecule your body naturally produces that helps maintain a healthy cardiovascular system. Berkeley Life is a 100% drug-free supplement without the nasty side effects of prescription drugs. It's one of my personal solutions to maintain cardiovascular health and vitality throughout the day. Berkeley Life also has a test strip that allows you to track your nitric oxide production as you supplement. If you're worried about blood pressure, now is the time to try Berkeley Life. Head to agewellbl.com/Hoffman and use offer code Hoffman at checkout for 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's agewellbl.com/Hoffman for Berkeley Life nitric oxide support supplements. agewellbl.com/Hoffman Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They are what make intelligent medicine a continuing free resource to you. And now back to our questions.
1: Uh-oh. There's been a Sammy warning in the news. Gene sent
0: us this. Okay. Listening, Wh- where did it appear?
1: Yeah. It, it appeared in the Observer.
0: Is it a New York paper?
1: Uh, no, it's a UK. Oh, the UK paper. It's the yeah, UK Because there's paper. an Observer here in New York. Yeah. uh Gene writes, listening to the latest Q&A, there was a question about why a person's doctor told her to stop taking SAMe. Remember that was from last right, week' right. podcast? Right. I remember recently seeing some warning about okay. SAMe on a few news sites,
0: found a link to it. So, so this, there's a basis for it. Yeah, yeah. Now, whether we agree with the basis, mm-hmm. at least the physician didn't just say it because yeah. they're, they have a bias against all supplements and randomly they said... Don't, don't take SAMI because it's a supplement. Yeah. There's some, here's a, a, sure. a study which purports to say that SAMI is not good. So right, let's hear it.
1: Right, right. This was a team from Manchester and Kyoto universities. Mm-hmm. They reported that a supplement known as SAMI can break down inside the body into substances that cause a wide range of medical problems, including kidney and liver damage. Here's right. what they said. Mm-hmm. That when they found that SAMI, when it breaks down the body, produces very toxic molecules, including adenine, which causes gout, kidney disease, well, I don't know that, and liver disease. Adenine
0: is really that bad. Adenine is. It's a constituent uh, of DNA. It's a purine. It's,
1: it's a, a purine. purine.
0: You know, so yeah. so it, so you could also say. That if you eat um, asparagus or yeah. if you eat like uh, red meat, you're going to get some adenine.
1: Yeah. If you eat sardines, you're going to get some ad- adenine. You're gonna, if you right. eat some liver, right. you're going to get
0: some adenine. So, so maybe mm-hmm. that could provide a caution for people with gout to take yeah. a lot of SAMI. But I, I don't see any case reports that people with gout have exacerbations of gout. Yes. And, and I've been prescribing SAMI for a really long time. And my impression of SAMI is either it, it works mm-hmm. for mood... Mm-hmm. And people want to keep it, or it's not successful, so people yeah. stop taking it. Yeah, and for it.
1: joint pain as well. And for joint pain. For, for it seems to be helpful for osteoarthritis. And thoughts. it's for good for, like, intractably high homocysteine. Yeah. For people that were trying everything, not enough trimethylglycine in the world, or folate, or B12, B6. We add SAMe at that Here, point, too. another
0: we- little bit uh oddball application of it, is there is a condition uh, called pruritus of pregnancy, which is like wow devastating incapacitating itch wow and you don't want to take really powerful medications to suppress that cuz you're pregnant so it in studies SAMI takes care of that wow and you know it may have something to do with it, it conjugates bilirubin or something like that in the liver Interesting. uh but okay so this study go go on
1: yeah uh they they talked about um uh let's see th- even though the study was carried out in mice in mice So it's
0: like, do not feed your pet mouse Sammy.
1: Exactly. They purport that their results were relevant for humans. We have not tested the supplement on men and women, but we have added it to human cells in laboratory cultures and found it had the same effect as it had on mice. Talk about poor scientific standards right. for determining anything.
0: I think if you put some vitamin C on, on cells in culture, yeah. they're going to cringe too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. You know, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, Sammy is not sold over the counter in pharmacies in the UK. However, numerous companies offer the supplement for sale. And you know SAMI
0: is not available over the counter anymore? In the UK. In the UK. They have very restrictive rules there. Yes. They want to bring those rules to the United States. That's what we're talking about. You know, we have our Save Our Supplements campaign because they wanna uh they want to become uniform with the more restrictive standards in Europe.
1: Yeah. So we study they the researchers say we studied we studied the impact of SAMI had on the body clocks of mice. And found that instead of improving them, their biological rhythms got slower and slower. It was clear something was wrong. Oh, Their study, which was funded by the Medical Research Council and Japanese Society for the Promotion of Science. Okay. <laughs> that sounds ominous. Makes it clear. <laughs> Wait,
0: it's hashtag science. <laughs> hashtag science. All the science.
1: Yes, makes it clear that Follow the
0: health benefits it. of Sammy are questionable, right. to say the very least. Right. So. Okay. I'm oh gonna, my gosh. I'm going to bear that in mind because, uh, we you will, know, we'll, we will we'll keep our eyes peeled. We'll keep, we'll see if there's additional studies. I'd yes. like to see studies of human or even tox, uh, toxicity reports. Sure. That are beginning to appear in patients who take SAMI. Yeah. But I have to say that for a lot of people, SAMI is a godsend because it really has yes. uh, significant mood effects. There's a, a, book written by Dr. Brown, mm-hmm. uh, of Columbia. Who was a psychiatrist? He was a nutritional psychiatrist, mm-hmm. and he wrote a book called *The Sammy Miracle*. And he outlines the case for Sammy for depression.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, it, for certain types of depression, it really does work. It doesn't always work, but it you know it works with sufficient frequency to keep it around.
1: I have a few patients who swear by its effects. That mm-hmm. the days that they're not taking Sammy, or if they've run out, they didn't get their delivery in time, or something, something. They feel the difference.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, feel the and they're not coming to harm. They're not having gout no, attacks. No, they're, they're not. not. Liver they're not. problems. If anything,
1: they they have less joint pain. Mm-hmm. Talk about a gout attack. They
0: I, they're forget, having less. Do they do they forget to show up for appointments? Are they do they lose their circadian rhythm?
1: <laughs> exactly. Are yeah. you not sleeping yeah. anymore? Okay. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Gene, for that. And we will
0: we will look further at yeah, it. Yeah. And there's also uh, and some we're investigating this, reports of toxicity due to melatonin. Uh, because a lot of people were, were using melatonin for a couple of reasons. During COVID, you know, people had a lot of sleep problems, so they're using more melatonin. But also, melatonin scores highly against COVID. And so, in fact, when I had COVID, uh, I took the high dose melatonin, the Mm. 20 milligram melatonin, because... Did you
1: have a melatonin hangover from that the next day? Not really. Okay.
0: Not really. Okay. Uh, see, the thing about melatonin is, it's somewhat affected for sleep, but I, Pretty much, you can take a whole boatload of it and it, 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 it may not do much for your sleep. Uh, it's, okay. it's not like, I mean, I think there's some confusion in the medical profession. They think it's like, you know, Xanax or Ativan or something like that or like a powerful sleeping pill it's where not. you can, you can overdose, you can go into a coma, you can kill yourself if you take a whole bottle. Uh, maybe uh, some kids got into the melatonin stash and took a bunch of melatonin and were a little sleepy. Mm-hmm. Um, people called poison control. So there were a lot of reports and probably poison control said, yeah, you know, wait it out. They got a yeah. lot of reports to poison control. Parents were freaked out. Wow. Uh, but, you know, that's maybe a reflection of the fact of, you know, melatonin is more popular yes. during COVID. Um, so mm-hmm. then there was a case report of a child's, you know, two children who died. And they found that they had COVID in their, I mean, they had melatonin in their system. Okay. But the circumstance is really weird. They were kind of living in like very, like a hovel kind of circumstances, really sort of disadvantaged household. And one of them was found dead after uh, sleeping in bed with their 250 pound parent. Which is a no-no. Oh, you're not, my. You're not, an infant is not supposed to share a bed with a uh, an adult, much that's less right. an obese adult. Sure. Because of the possibility of SIDS, mm-hmm. you know, or sudden, literal sudden suffocation or right. smothering. Yeah. So So, you know, then they found some melatonin in the system Say, so, okay, well, it's a, it's a melatonin toxicity. Well, wow. uh this is making the rounds. And, you know, I anticipate we're going to get some questions about melatonin. Mm-hmm. Um, I think melatonin is one of those things that's safe. Yeah. Uh, I use it for cancer. People, I. Some, Absolutely, some of the high dose. Have been 20, taking,
1: 20 milligrams.
0: Cancer patients have been taking it for 10 years. Yes. And yes. they don't feel drowsy. They no. don't feel knocked out all the time. No,
1: no. Uh, in fact, one of our patients in his 80s has been taking higher doses of melatonin than that for
0: a number of decades. Well, sometimes some practitioners yeah. are suggesting, you know, uh, 40, 60, 80, yes. you know. Yeah. Because yeah. of its anti cancer properties, which. Yeah. You know, are modest but significant.
1: Yeah. I made one mistake with melatonin. I didn't... I woke up... This was several years ago. I woke Mm. up at 3 in the morning, could not go back to sleep. yeah. That's not the time to Mm -hmm. take melatonin. Right, right. So, I had to get up only four hours later to come to work. I felt like a lumbering elephant. I felt like there was warm lead coursing through my veins and I was... In the ether, hello, yeah, yeah. silly rabbit. I mean, it was. You were really, slowed yeah. down. I was slow
0: down. Well, you're sensitive. Yeah, you're sensitive. I, I bet, uh, something similar. Uh, mm. Have I take uh, sometimes CBD at bedtime, and I have a great mm-hmm. night's sleep. But occasionally, I wake up something's on my mind, or you know, a, sure. whatever. Sure. And uh, I'll, I'll take it like at just, you know three in the morning, three thirty mm. in the morning, and then mm. I get up usually three four hours later, mm. and um. I, I did notice a little bit of a CBD hangover. Okay. Uh, but then I shook it off. Yeah. I shook it off.
1: You know what's great for that middle of the night wake up? l You Thiening. don't get that hangover yeah, you do not, not get it from l You L-thiening. take a couple of that. You take a couple of those. You'll fall back to sleep within a half hour and you wake up. Just fine. What about glycine? Glycine is great to take at bedtime. Okay. Because the role of glycine is to keep the core temperature down. Okay. So that you remain sleeping. Oh, okay. It needs a little time at bedtime to work on you right. as you fall asleep. I suppose it could work in the middle of the night. I've not tried that.
0: Probably a, not a hangovery kind of thing. Probably
1: not a hangover kind of Pretty thing. Pretty mild. Yeah,
0: yeah. L-Glycine, yeah. the product uh, mm-hmm. that we used to recommend is called glycom. Glysom. Glysom um made yeah. by a Japanese company.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So anyway, all right, so yeah. uh you know, we'll, look, I'm I'm I don't want to just uh shrug off these case reports. No. But no. I do put this in the context of uh that there's a general campaign to highlight the harmful effects of supplements.
1: Yes. And it's interesting because just several weeks ago they were talking about melatonin and dementia, that sleep aids may cause dementia. And they threw melatonin into that I, it, same well.
0: As if it was like uh, taking...
1: It's not, not Ambien.
0: You're right. Exactly. It's not exactly. Lunesta. Exactly. You know,
1: it's not somanex even. That's just a Somonex?
0: misunderstanding of its mechanism yeah. of action. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not a benzodiazepine. Yeah. It's not a uh, cholinesterase uh, uh, yeah. uh, inhibitor. Yeah.
1: And melatonin, people swear by melatonin who travel a lot across time zones. It's great. For jet lag, mm-hmm. you arrive into the new time zone, zone at that bedtime, take a melatonin. It can help to readjust your right. circadian rhythms for your it, time. There's again. this
0: thing about cholinergic drugs, and a lot yes. of the things that people take are cholinergic. certain Parkinson's antihistamines. medications. Antihistamines. and typically, A lot of people
1: are taking antihistamines.
0: The sleep medications are the sedating antihistamines. Yeah. So if you take one uh, uh, well, like Somonex or yes. something like that, it's basically an antihistamine. It'll dry you out, too.
1: Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So...
0: People take that, and they do get that kind of hangover in the morning. They feel a little little it it, And dehydrated. It it can, over time, if you take it chronically, deplete your cholinergic pathways in the brain, which have to do with cognition.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. They're cholinergic drugs.
1: Yeah. Benadryl. Yep. Wow. Okay.
0: Well, okay. Good I Wish to flip it over to side two. Uh, Give us a preview of what we're going to talk about in... Uh, part two of today's q and
1: I had a polyp removed from my colon. What kind of diet should I be on now?
0: Okay. <laughs> we will talk about that. I mean, uh, it, I think it's an important question because a lot of it people is. are interested in colon cancer prevention. Yes. yes so yes, let's yes, talk yes, yes, yes. about that. Mm-hmm. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Today with Layla Mutin. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. And you can send questions to, logically enough, questions at drhoffman.com. Net we'll be back in just a moment